0: Welcome everybody, this is indeed Sunset Radio and I'm here in the media centre this evening for the Vision Surveys Airlie Beach Race Week. I had to hide because last night it was a little bit loud when I was trying to interview our first guest's brother, yes that's right ladies and gentlemen, I have with me Ross Wilson to open the show. How are you feeling Ross? Oh great.
1: Fantastic.
0: Fantastic. You have a good day out on the water?
1: Well, it was a tired time in the water today because of, I mean, 30 knots of breeze in a small 20-foot runabout. That was hard work.
0: That must have been hard work, but I'm sure you coped with it like an absolute champion.
1: Well, having been doing this for quite some time up here, I think my first one was 2003. Wow. Coming up here, the early race week. And this was probably the windiest is that I've experienced out in a small boat. Um, I've been out in bigger boats before when it was windy, 2005 we did a a rescue from the Cones back to early. Wow. Got back at midnight. (laughs) This time, so what, three days ago, we did a rescue at the Cones. Yeah. But that was early in the day and we got back at six o'clock at night.
0: Much better, much better. Much better. That's
1: when rum guts fell over and (laughs) dropped (laughs) rescued.
0: Now, for those who don't know, you are the, the PRO here and you've just mentioned since 2003. Have you always been the PRO? I've been a
1: race officer up here as mm. part of ELE every year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, whether it be on, sometimes on the start boat, sometimes on the pin boat, on the race management team, and uh, generally uh, just having a great time.
0: Just having a great time. How could you not have a great time up here?
1: I can say that to everyone. I mean, this is paradise, absolutely yeah. paradise. And to everyone in uh, listening around the world, you should be in early. This yeah. is supposed to be
0: the Whit Sunday Sailing Club. I mean, I've only been here once before, and you were here last time that I was here. That was for the Taser Nationals in two thousand and ten. But I still feel like I'm coming home when I come here. Why is that?
1: <laughs> well, all the people up here, they said. The Wilsons are rocked up. It's got to be <laughs> early race week. And I always sometimes I say, I'm going home to early. Yeah. I'm not quite sure why. I don't call Melbourne home at times, I call home because we spend 3 months every year up here. Oh uh, wow. Apart from my Olympic campaign when we we're um, over in London and mm. certainly in China as well, but mm. when that's not going, early's home during the winter months of Melbourne.
0: I'm so jealous.
1: And so is everyone, everyone else.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's, we'll have to end the interview now. I don't know if I want to talk to you anymore. <laughs>
1: Some people say, how do you do it? And I said, well...
0: How do you not do it? How do you not do it? I mean, that's
1: so true. It is. It is just a beautiful spot to be.
0: Yeah, indeed. Now, the racing. You said it's been the windiest early uh, Beach Race Week that you've experienced. How, is, how have the races coped, do you think, with the conditions?
1: Well, I reckon that we've got 130-something boats out there. 135. 135 boats. Mm -hmm. And if you take it about, uh, let's say, an average of uh, six people on each boat, if you average it, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a thousand tired people out there. Absolutely exhausted. They They would be exhausted. And and today was just another hard race with the tide, the breeze, 30 knots, pumping up all the way down the channel and all the way home. yeah, it was a tough it was a tough time for most of the yachts out there.
0: It was a tough time and I heard another mast was lost today. Not ideal, but I mean, it's as you said 135 yachts to lose one mast in those sort of conditions I guess is not so bad.
1: Well, it's not so bad and what really happens in in yacht racing a lot of boats sail around cruising. Mm and they don't test their boats and they They really aren't there. If you're cruising a boat, you're cruising 15 knots. Yeah. Look, I've just been cruising around the, in Split, Croatia for a couple of weeks. Oh, you poor soul. Sorry to mention that, Nick. <laughs>
0: sure you are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but when you come up here, you're cruising boat, and all of a sudden you get hit with 30, and some of those gusts, there could have been bigger gusts, and you just do not not prepared for it, Yeah. and something goes wrong. Anything can go wrong with those gusts, and unfortunately, Sometimes the mast will come down.
0: Oof! yeah, no, you're too right, though. And, and you see it with the, the IRC boats. I mean, there's been no issues with any of the IRC boats in terms of gear failure, um, potentially because they're racing all the time. Whereas early's really great, I mean, early Race Week, because it attracts all kinds of sailors, not just the highest performing.
1: I often say there's more gear broken when you're waiting for a yacht race to start. <laughs> as you would know, so <laughs> yes. in your taser, waiting around <laughs> for something to happen. When you actually get sailing, then everyone's in control. Yeah. That's what IRC is all about because those guys just absolutely know what they're doing. They're oh. brilliant. I mean, I'd just say, have a look at some IRC racing. They were superb the other day when we watched them.
0: Unbelievable. Uh, I know I watched from on board Ichiban yesterday and there was one drop and I just turned my camera off because I was doing a lot of filming. I'm like, oh, I just missed that glamour drop when we got to the bottom mark and they just swooped that assy in so quickly. And I said to the guys, oh, I wish I'd filmed that. And they're like, why? That wasn't our best one. Like, really? Gosh, it looked pretty slick to me. <laughs> well, they've
1: got some of the world's best yachties on some of these boats. Yeah. And they just know what to do. And, and Patrice, what a performance Patrice is putting in. Unbelievable, yeah. And watching their crew work, and I thought to myself, they're coming into the mark, they've gone a boat length too far, and yet they got the kite down, and they had a little bit of an issue, but the kite got down, Caught around tilted. they go, and away they go, and they win a yacht race. Yeah, How unbelievable.
0: Fantastic. Now, I think... They um, they're unbeatable, and I've heard rumours that they won't actually be sailing tomorrow uh, because they will then just drop the the DNS. So they have done incredibly well.
1: Well, when you win every race, yeah, I mean you've got to win every gutter, don't <laughs> the you? The bigger chance. I guess that uh, you can sit on your laurels and say, "Well, let's go and uh, watch everyone else." If it, but tomorrow is forecast to be windier than today. Wow! So we've actually got some major issues for the racing tomorrow, mm. and. and i 'm sure that Dennis Thompson and that uh, Ross Chisholm, when we sit down tomorrow morning and work out what we 're going to do, we may keep some of the people on uh, on the land yeah. not send them out
0: because today it looked like the sports boats made a collective decision to not race, is that correct
1: A brilliant decision mm. by the sports boats because that would have been carnage mm. and they wouldn't when you 're doing sports boats somewhere around twenty to twenty five but when you 've got this tide and the chop out there,
0: yeah. Because a lot of people don't realise you can have two to three knots of current and if you're going into the wind with that, which was happening today, I mean, it's lifting the breeze pressure by three knots, so...
1: And the waves Mm. and the short chop and the breakage would have been just a shocker. So that was a great decision for the sports boats to stay in and uh, probably save them thousands of dollars.
0: (laughs) Well, there you go. You can tick that off your list as well. Absolutely. (laughs) Now, as as somebody, uh, we did just mention the Taser Nationals. We actually won the Taser Nationals here in 2010 with a race to spare. With a day to spare. (laughs) We were very lucky. But that meant that I went out on the pin boat with your brother and I experienced the professionalism of your uh, race officering duties duties firsthand. And I have to say that you two work incredibly well together.
1: I think actually a lot of people, are, because I mean, being twins, we, we, we love the sport. Mm. We've been in race management for so long and we work together so well. Mm. And whether it be at the Olympics or running the Etcher Worlds or the Taser Nationals, Taser Worlds, whatever it might be, it's uh, a lot of people say it's, it's, It's interesting to listen to the banter between Kevin and I. It's great.
0: It's fantastic. And I'm so – I feel very lucky that I've heard that firsthand. But, um, I mean, it's a a whole other level of communication. I guess I I feel that with my dad when I'm on the Taser because we've sailed it together for 18 years. We're very, very tight. Yes. But then the way that you guys manage races, whenever somebody says, oh, the Wilsons are running the racing, there's just this, you know, awe around it. But also because you're brilliant guys. Like, here you are having a chat with me, you know?
1: (laughs) I guess we got involved um, many years ago. I mean, it was about 82, I think, I got really involved in World Championship racing in doing what we're doing today.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to catch up with me, just little Nick Douglas. <laughs> Young
1: Nicky, <laughs> growing up. You are growing up quickly.
0: Growing <laughs> up, yeah, I know, look out. <laughs> and now just trying to share as many adventures as I can, and um, it's, it's my new thing. Welcome.
1: <laughs> thank you very much.
0: <laughs> no worries at all. We're going to go to a break, guys. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and you're here with Sunset Radio for the 25th Anniversary Vision Survey's Airlie Beach Yacht race week. I nearly got that out. <laughs> we'll tune and we'll come right back with plenty more adventures. I'll see who I can go and grab from outside. <coughs> Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the Sunset Radio broadcast from the Sunday Sailing Club for the 25th anniversary Vision Surveys Early Beach race week. I have with me Mr. Meech. Yeah. <laughs> as he shall He's the MC for this year's Regatta, how are you going?
2: Fantastic, fantastic. fantastic. Another good day's racing on the water.
0: Indeed. What are you racing on?
2: Uh, 11.1 metre Beneteau. Awesome. Uh, its name's Crossbow. It's a Whit Sunday boat, but it's kind of got a bit of a mix, which is so early race week. It's owned by two Clermont boys.
0: Oh, there you go. And I've uh,
2: just moved to the Whit Sundays, and the crew is a uh, 4 3 split, girls versus guys. So
0: awesome. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about the girl power, that's for sure. But uh, but you're the MC for this regatta.
2: Uh-huh.
0: How, how is that going? I've heard... All I've heard about this is, you know, that guy's really funny. That guy's really funny. He knows how to talk on a microphone, that guy. Well, you know, <laughs> when you've got a bunch
2: of yachties, 135 crews, 9.8 people per crew, and a couple of fantastic sponsors involved who... Mm-hmm. Um, Make these wonderful little concoctions which start off with water and then you throw in a bit of sugarcane extract, or you could go malt hops and whatnot. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Speaking
0: of uh, Mount Gay and maybe Forex.
2: Yeah, I just can't (laughs) say those because in my real life, I actually work for the ABC.
0: Oh, there we go. local boy in the region.
2: (laughs) But the, the thing about early race week is. So many people not in yachting tend to confuse it with Hamilton Island Mm. race week. And you've got the big supers in in Hammer, No doubt about that. The majority of people racing here, they're the mum and dad trailers. cruisers.
0: It's amazing, isn't it? And I think it really adds to the vibe. Oh,
2: absolutely. Mm. Look, uh, I'll give you a good story last night. I love stories.
0: Here we go. Okay. There's (laughs) a
2: uh, a crew. They've gone home, unfortunately, because their boat doesn't go too well in 20 knot plus.
0: Ah, unfortunate.
2: Mm. But. These guys are from Billawheeler. Now oh. Billawheeler not known for its sailing. Ask me, Nick, ask me how did they learn to sail in Billow?
0: How did they learn to sail in Billow Beach?
2: Okay. They built a sailboard what? on wheels <laughs> and then put a uh put a you know mast up. Like also, a windsurfer. Exactly. A windsurfer on wheels to learn about wind and how to sail into it across it, leewards, windwards, that sort of thing. You are kidding. I'm not kidding. The skipper was learned to sail via video what i kid you not visual learner yeah (laughs) they competed last year and of course really light wins last year and the guys did really really well now you're not going to believe this they also uh last year won a race this year they've come along they've done a bit more training and that sort of stuff
0: so they're pretty much naturals
2: unbelievable i mean it's just an awesome story but yesterday one of the crew fell ill so uh, Fitzy, um, who very little sailing experience, just said to the wife, what do you think? And she said, let's do it. She absolutely loved it. She'd You're never here. been on a sailboat in her life. And they had her working the winches.
0: That is the coolest story ever.
2: I know, what about Go that, girl. the billow guys. But, and that's the thing about Early Race Week, that they're the type of people that are here and yeah. the stories are incredible. Right down to a lady that works at Proserpine Point Hospital who sailed a 47 metre aluminium boat from Falmouth UK to the Tahiti Pearl Regatta just to drop in and then here to get to race week. Wow. I know, what about that? You've
0: got all the stories.
2: Oh, there's a ton of them floating around. You just (laughs) kind of got to listen and vibe and maybe that's why the sponsors are so valued because after one or two of these things, people tend to talk a bit more. The stories
0: just flow and I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. I mean. A lot of the news that comes out of sailing regattas is just, you know, results-driven. But the amazing, and that's what, I mean, Adventures of a Sailor Girl is all about, is the adventures that's behind the scenes and everything that's going on and this well, regatta absolutely. just epitomises that, I mean. Well,
2: you know, Amy's one of the girls on our boat and, yeah. and Amy's pretty handy on the winch and she's actually from London. Uh, she's been in Australia for a couple of years, but I mean, she's a, she's a world traveler, she gets around here and there. And her dad was a, a really handy sailor, and she kind of got into it early. And it's a skill she can pull out from time to time. And when she's not being a geologist, you know, working in the Bowen Basin, she's a sailor.
0: Wow. I so, know.
2: Oh, what am Amazing. They
0: that? Everyone's got these stories. I mean, even... Um I mean, when you're talking about the, the more elite and then people that you're meeting, I mean, Adrian, who's on Ichivan. Sure. She's a lawyer as well. And so you sort of think somebody at the top of their game in, involved in sailing yeah. is, still has this other life. You know, well, it's a sport, I guess, isn't yeah. it? You know, I mean,
2: and so many, so, so few sailors are pros. Yeah. Um, but they've got the skills. Mm. You know, actually, it was uh, re- really interesting on the, uh, the downward passage today. And I was just asking my guys, um, my skippers, um, Dave and Norm, about 12 years experience, roughly, of sailing. I said, what's the difference between a pro and a talented amateur? (laughs) And they just said, well, you know, think of Intrust Super Cup or Queensland Cup Rugby League to NRL. Right? You've got someone that trains all the time Mm -hmm. versus someone who's very, very handy, who trains part-time. And they were saying, you know, maybe 30%, 40% difference. And I've actually heard that from a couple of guys. In fact, um, Vivace, the Mackay crew, who yep. won four out of the five races they sound thus far. Yeah. They're killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a pro in the midst. And mm. that's a first for them. But it's interesting, you know, talking to the skipper, John, I just said, why? He just said, well, we get to learn as well. Yeah. So we're working with a pro, and the amount of stuff that he's brought up that we hadn't thought of, and little nuances, little twists, you know, those things. Maybe that's why they've won yeah. four out of five on this regatta.
0: Exactly, and just the way that they might do things, the mechanics, um, oh, you know, shortcuts, exactly. all those sorts of things. I yeah. mean, it really lifts the performance. And it's interesting to see. I mean, it's really great that they, uh, you know, were happy to take it to the next step to improve their performance. I think it's like you know when you go skiing. I don't know if you're a skier, but you know, you either just go skiing or you can pay to have an instructor with you yeah, for an true. hour. Makes true. a big difference. You know, does
2: make a hell of a difference. Yeah. Now something else that needs to be put on okay. record. I
0: like records. Is
2: uh, a couple of <laughs> nights ago. We were asking for the grumpiest skipper. We like to get to know <laughs> our crews, you see. We, we said, Who is the grumpiest skipper in this race crew? Do
0: we have a winner yet, or will it be a We do. Have we have a winner. A winner. I can tell you who it is. Excellent.
2: But what's really interesting is he was nominated by his crew, but he was nominated by 15 other skippers. Whoa. And his name is Gary McCarthy. Gary a brilliant McCarthy. Brilliant pearl from Maloolabar.
0: Also, <laughs> well, for all those at people at Malulaba watch out, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's coming home and he'll be ultra grumpy, because well, he's one of the apparently,
2: the if you've raced against him, you know who he is. <laughs> but I mean, he's been there, done that. He's raced America's Cups. He, he's oh. done the whole nine yards. Right. He just has a forceful way of putting what so needs to happen. So he's
0: that good that people don't mind if he's grumpy.
2: He's the alpha dog. Put it that <laughs> way.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, we might wrap it up with you, Meach. But thank you so much for joining me here on a, on Adventures of a Sailor Girl.
2: Good on you, Nick. Thanks Great to see you here in the Witch Sundays oh, too. Oh, well, huh? thank
0: you. I, I, you know, I felt like I came home the moment I got here. Let me tell you, I'm a country kid, so works well, suits me, I think. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go to a break. This is uh, Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, live from the Whit Sunday Sailing Club for the twenty fifth anniversary, Early Beach. Race week. Great to chat to Meach, who's the MC here. But I mean, also clearly uh, an adventurer.
2: Oh, yeah! Bring <laughs> it my on.
0: Dad. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> Broadcast live from the Whit Sunday Sailing Club for the twenty-fifth. Anniversary Vision Surveys Early Beach Race Week. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl. And this is Sunset Radio and we're here on the ground covering everything and all the action here in the with Sundays. For this week we'll be here at Early Beach Race Week, which actually wraps up tomorrow. And then I'll be heading over to Audi Hamilton Island Race Week, which kicks off or well, technically, the racing starts on Sunday and the practice, uh, practice racing is on Saturday. So, But I'll be there on the ground from Saturday, which is really exciting. Now, we're just in the midst of working out whether the racing is going to be cancelled tomorrow because it is looking like it will be windier than it was today. So uh, out there today, I cast it up to about 32 knots, and I've just heard direct from... The, um, the, the race director, that they are having a little bit of a think about whether or not to cancel a racing that will be held tomorrow now. So we'll just have to see what happens with that. And I will keep you posted as, as we progress through. But uh, today so far, big thanks to Meach, who just shared many, many stories with us. He actually works for the ABC, but he's the MC here. And he's been making the evenings very, very entertaining, which has been awesome. And uh, initially we kicked off the show with Ross Wilson, who was just... Oh, you know, brilliant! Part of the, one of the best uh, race committee teams that you you would ever want to have around your regatta, and I've um I've witnessed it firsthand as as you may have heard. If not, uh, you know, check out the website later on www.sunsetradio.co, and the podcast will be up there. And if you've missed the broadcast from the past two days, because I have already been up here for two days, you can find them there on the website as well. So make sure you have a look. And um, as for other adventures, I was meant to be out on Ichiban sailing today. Well, I was out on Ichiban today, but we unfortunately didn't make the start due to a few things that were happening. Um, but uh, everybody is safe, and that's the most important thing. Just so happy that um, you know that we can continue on and and um, and maybe get a, a race in tomorrow. But it just depends uh, what will be happening with this breeze. So um, yeah, we might go to a bit of a tune, and I'll come back and see if we can grab another interview with. Uh, one of our adventurers that's out there in the boat, out there in the boat park, enjoying everything that's on offer from 4X as well as Mount Gay. Some of our um, very important sponsors, that's for sure. Uh, we'll be right back here on Sunset Radio. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sunset Radio coverage of the 25th Anniversary Vision Surveys Early Beach Race Week. And on the line, I have Mark Squark Bradford. Mark, how you going?
3: Howdy, that's from North Queensland.
0: Howdy in North Queensland, nice to talk to you.
3: Yeah, it's good to talk to you too, Nick.
0: I love that we've been at the same regatta for a few days now and I still haven't seen you. What is going on?
3: Oh, well, it's too much pain. it has been too much pain, not the drinking of the mental kind on the sailing, <laughs> so we've had to get a lot of sleep in. Yeah, and I know people that know me
0: think that's not true, but that's actually the truth. Yeah, because it's been a little bit windier than normal. What What is this?
3: <laughs> oh yeah, it is really windy here. Like today, I think uh, I've done a lot of hamos and airleys and all that sort of stuff, and been in North Queensland a lot. And this is the windiest, well, probably the roughest day. Great, great hoedown down training today. Yeah, good practice for the great race.
0: Awesome, and and you know you were racing on something that's totally going to go to you know to Hobart. Um, <laughs> Not. <laughs> not. <laughs> what are you raising on this time, Mark?
3: Uh, we're sailing on a 50-foot multi-hole called Chill Pill. Awesome. Uh, Shining uh, 52, I think it is, and uh, yeah, sort of a different world for us. Um, in- incredible loads. Um, yes, well, we've survived somehow, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, we like to call it Wayne Bloomer's Beer Factory. <laughs> Wayne Bloomer the, the owner. It is scary.
0: I can't even imagine. I did see a few of the cats yesterday, but then there was even more wind on today. Oh, uh, what are yeah, you going to do tomorrow when it's meant to be worse? Well, actually, the first
3: race was pretty windy and uh, there was a lot of chaos in the first race. And I've got to say, you know, we only just got away with today. I think that all, a lot of the multi health didn't race today. Uh, looking at the forecast and, and the PRO did a great job of putting the race on because we got away with it. But yeah. there was not a lot of room for error, that's oh, for my sure. Goodness.
0: Far out. Well, yep, you're right. They got the races in, and now I think you've, you've definitely got a series. And tomorrow, it's looking like it may even be 35 ish. So there's there's whispers of potentially not racing tomorrow either. But I mean, you might you might go out and have a look first. So that could be an interesting. yeah But
3: <laughs> well, and isn't it interesting that uh, you know such a big high over Australia is going to um settle down the next couple of days and is and potentially going to be no wind at all. So, uh, <laughs> you know, from the windiest event one week to no wind at all the next week, it's, yeah. Oh, goodness. There you have it.
0: And are you heading over to Hamilton Island?
3: No, I'm not. No, oh, I'm, so. I'm going to go uh, at the end of the week and see some clients in North mm-hmm. South, but uh, I'm not going to be racing this year at Hamo. Um, the blackjack, that I, the team I normally run, is um, just getting ready for Hobart now. So, um, having a bit of a yeah, rest,
0: yeah, I haven't spoken to you since uh, the start of the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast and then, of course, you also did the Brisbane Keppel race. It's been a very busy program for you, Mark.
3: Yes, it has been. It has been, yeah. It's sort of, uh, all this time of year, it's funny, it's winter for us, but it's um, when all the sailing happens. So yeah. uh, we've had a great, great uh, couple of months of sailing and um, the Southport was fantastic for sure. Uh-huh. Um, Keppel was, you know, look, I think it was good to see the results Happened the way they worked out. Um, yeah. Some smaller boats that you wouldn't expect to win got up there, which is really great. Yeah, it's but
0: normally encouraging. Normally offshore, the
3: big boats. Well, the big boats get it. You know, we get our own way a lot offshore. Yeah. Yeah. Um And uh, wild oats seem to be going well, which is you know it's good to see them getting their changes in early for the Hobart, mm-hmm. which is unlike them. They normally do their changes pretty late in the <laughs> year. But um, yeah, so so uh, yeah, everything's pointing towards uh, Sydney to Hobart.
0: Indeed, and and as um and, and you're working with with uh, with North in Brisbane, obviously, uh, but I mean, are there any other boats that you're helping out that will be heading down to Sydney to do the Hobart race? Oh look, uh, my
3: major focus for this year is going to be the blackjack yeah. boat. Um, you know, we've got some big changes late in the year that I talked to you about for the uh, Gold Coast race. Yeah, and um, so we're just going to be really focused on that. We have you know a lot of our local customers will do the Hobart. Stuart Lewis normally does it uh, in his Martin Forty Nine. Certainly, um, Pam Farragher did it last year. I, I think this year is fifty-fifty for him. But yeah, we have a lot of clients to go. But uh, yeah, our, our main focus uh, for us, apart from our business, will be uh, the Blackjack sailing team.
0: Amazing. Yeah, and it's going really well. I mean. Uh, we, we haven't mentioned the results, but you did take out uh, the IRC Div 1 in the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast, and I believe IRC Div 0 in the Brisbane Keppel. So, I mean, your performance is still going well. Maybe not overall yet, um, but as, as we've said, they were both small boat races, really. But the, the program yeah, seems well, to be going well.
3: Well, look, uh, the Southport was, was a big boat race, and mm-hmm. uh, um, Stephen McConaughey and the boys on Celestial did a good job to get by right at the end. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. They got a
3: little bit of west in the breeze, so they had no time on each jibe and got through, which was good management because none of the other smaller boats got through. And from sort of them to eight were all big boats uh, yeah. and we came second. So that was a big boat race, really, apart from one. But the Stepper was a small boat race. And, yeah, um, yeah look, um, I, the, the south for us was a big deal because we got a bit of sort of press-reaching uh, tight through wind angle through the night and we got north of the 100-footers, which mm. is the first time, sorry, we are in North Queensland, you can probably hear the <laughs> bogans rolling just heard by. the
0: rev, yep, <laughs> awesome.
3: Yeah, that's how we do it up here. Uh, love it. Uh, That was the third time we sort of got, you know, up the bearing line on them, yeah. so um, uh, there's potential there, but yeah, good, good times ahead.
0: Good times ahead indeed, and I, I can't wait to follow the progress of Blackjack. It's a good-looking boat, that one. And we'll see Thank what you. happens. No worries at all. But good luck tomorrow on your... Um, thanks, thanks. What, what did we call it? The, the, the fear pill. machine? Chill pill, but the fear machine... Yeah,
3: Wayne Bloomer's Fear Factory.
0: Fear Factory. I love that. That, that should it, be the new name of the it's boat. It's
3: scary. If you had a beat machine, I'd use the S-bomb right now.
0: Aww. It's probably scary. Far out. Well, um, maybe we'll have to get some audio of you screaming like a girl tomorrow.
3: <laughs> Might do that a bit later on.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, that's concerning. Alrighty, we're going to go and cheer. And we'll come right back here for the broadcast from the WIT Sunday Sailing Club for the 25th anniversary Vision Survey's Ely Beach Race Week. Great to chat to Mark Squark, Bradford. Thank you so much for joining us here on Sunset Radio, Mark. Cheers, anytime. Awesome. From the Sunday Sailing Club for the 25th Anniversary Vision Survey's Airly Beach Race Week and here sitting in front of me I've just managed to meet Jim Hayes the Commodore who I've chatted to on the phone previously but I've never actually met you in person. How are you going?
4: Great thanks Nick uh, <laughs> and it's lovely to meet you too uh, yeah. and to have you here in the Sundays. So. Oh
0: thank you so much yep. it's been so fantastic I always feel like I come home when I when I come here but I've only been here twice how is that how does that work? <laughs>
4: It's a really strange thing. Most yeah. people who come to the Whit Sundays once always return. Very yeah. few people only ever come here once, and then very many of them uh, come to Early Beach in, and the Whit Sundays intending to go somewhere. And else, somewhere else, and and, end up up not going anywhere. It's just (laughs) such a nice place. I don't want to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just stay?
0: (laughs) I know, but um, it's been a fantastic regatta so far. Fantastic conditions, fantastic people, record-breaking fleet numbers. How are you feeling? I mean, we've only got one day to go tomorrow. You've done a fantastic job.
4: True, it's been it's been really great. uh, As you say, the uh, weather this year it's been. Fairly strong, yeah. very fresh breezes, uh, and, uh, and the good sailors have really enjoyed that. They've, mm. they've uh, uh, been able to get out there and really boogie and, and yeah. have a good time around the courses. Uh, we've, uh, we normally have at least one very, very, very light day, but we won't have that no. this year. So yeah. it's absolutely fantastic. In fact, we
0: might have one very, very, very windy day tomorrow. We'll have to... Stay tuned on that one yeah
4: possibly we, we uh the the forecast is for uh, about 20 to 25 knots tomorrow uh, wow. which is about what we had today yeah but in the whitsundays and in the areas where we're sailing that's a really nice breeze that's mm. uh and today uh, down the pa- uh, down the channel it was just fantastic uh, tomorrow our race is in the bay so mm. we have all the yachts uh, sailing in pioneer bay which Yay. is which is just fantastic uh to, to see, you know, it's a great spectacle. Um, but uh, uh, so, you know, uh, in, in shore, in the bay, the uh, pressure's a little bit less. Okay, sure. Okay, so. Uh, I think that uh, we'll see lots of boats out How there sailing exciting. around enjoying themselves. What yeah. a
0: spectacle for everyone who's here as well. It must be a fantastic sight. I can't wait.
4: Yes, no it is. It's great to see and especially uh, when they get to that windward mark and hoist their kites and, uh, uh, kites and start uh, surfing off downwind. It's amazing, yeah.
0: Oh and so. what, what a great way for the sailors to finish too on a good note in the bay. A nice short one as well and then a bit of a party afterwards. Absolutely, yeah. you <laughs> can't,
4: can't go sailing without having a party, can you? No, and
0: it's so great that, I mean, early Beach Race Week really incorporates that community culture and that spirit of sailing as well. I mean, it seems to be really ingrained in the program that you put together for sailors here.
4: Yes, it's part of the original vision of uh, Don Algy, the founder of uh, Hogsworth Race mm-hmm. Week. Um, uh, there were two elements, major elements, in what he planned. What he wanted was world-class sailing Mm world-class regatta organization in a unique sailing destination with just magic magic organization which we have and uh, the other thing he wanted is that there be fun in infused throughout everything we did through the sailing through the the entertainment on shore and and giving people a huge choice of things that they can do after sailing so they they can come back here to the club and they can go down the street for, for dinner, or to uh, a nightclub, or disco, or or whatever they want to go to. So it's, it's really good.
0: it's just amazing, yeah. and it's I mean, and I think that's why so many people, as you said, come back, especially to this regatta. They seem to return and return and return. And
4: we, we do. We have. Uh, it's amazing the number of people who who have returned for five or more regattas over that uh, twenty five years that wow. that uh, that we've uh, uh, been. Uh, uh, holding the regatta we've mm-hmm. been staging the regatta mm-hmm. and uh, to get those people back uh, year after year is great mm-hmm. and uh, of course not, nothing stays the same the regatta has changed and developed and and it's a, it's a growing thing which is fantastic. Yeah, the uh, that crews change and we get new crews and fresh blood coming in each year, and and uh, all that adds to the diversity of the whole program. and And it's great because uh, you come along here every year. I make new friends. I find new oh, people. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's it's just uh, and meet. Meet lots of old ones, of course, yeah. as well. Well, so, I think that's yeah. what
0: sailing's all about. It. It sort of feels like your family when you come back to a regatta. It's like a reunion in a way.
4: It is very much so, and it doesn't matter where you go in the world, you'll find someone that you've sailed Filling with, sailed world. against, met at a regatta somewhere or other, or a
0: mutual connection, yeah. exactly and then right. all of a sudden off you go and you're talking yeah. again. I just love it. It's fantastic, and it's yeah. great to see that that's embodied here in such a beautiful location as well.
4: It's a fantastic place to to live, it's a fantastic place to go sailing, you know, and and, uh, it's a great place to stage a regatta because uh, it makes it very easy for for, uh, an organiser such as myself to to get the the regatta uh, basically set up. And yeah. it makes it a lot easier for our crews as well, and and the crews love coming here. You yeah. know, we have so many international race officers. Well, I've spoken,
0: I've spoken. To, I've spoken to Ross and Kevin Wilson on the show. I've known them previously. They've they've been the PROs for many regattas that I've competed in, and also of course um, Dennis Thompson. I mean, you, you don't really get better than that in the world let alone australia i mean we're very lucky we're spoilt to have them here
4: yes absolutely you know we're talking about uh, three of the, the 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 top regatta organisers in the world yeah. sort of here uh, but not only those a lot of the a lot of the other people oh, who sure. are here Definitely. Are, are, are
0: unbelievable i mean that's just the you know the, 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 the top i mean yeah. everybody else involved is just unbelievable and putting in a fantastic effort to make mm. this regatta everything that it is so when you go back to that original vision of having you know that regatta that's so professionally run and then the social atmosphere, we can hear in the background now the presentation's going on and everyone's gathered underneath the Mount Gay and the Forex tents having a fantastic time. You've done yes. a brilliant job, Jim.
4: Uh, well, <laughs> it's my team. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just a figurehead for the team and, and it's just... Uh, uh, a great dude. I have so many good people working yeah. uh, for me and getting things done. And, well, the Wit
0: Sunday uh, Sailing yeah. Club definitely has a reputation for having a fantastic community behind it. That's for sure.
4: Yes, yeah, great volunteers for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. oh, that's fantastic, and it's great to touch base with you in person. It was great to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
4: It's a great pleasure to have you here, Nick, and oh, no and worries. we want to see you here lots more.
0: Oh, maybe okay. I'll be one of those people that just returns for the next twenty years. Hey, or, or twenty five, and I can be here for the fiftieth. How good would that be? <laughs> That'd
4: be just fantastic. Fantastic on uh, the <laughs> we, golden anniversary. <laughs> that
0: would be so good. <laughs> see that. We're gonna go to a song, guys, but we'll be back right here for more on Sunset Radio. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, signing off with Jim Hayes, the Commodore of the Whit Sunday Sailing Club, for the 25th anniversary, Vision Surveys Early Beach Race Week. Thanks so much for joining me. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I'm here on the ground at the Whit Sunday Sailing Club for the twenty-fifth anniversary of the Vision Surveys Early Beach Race Week. And, oh, what a show. We've managed to touch base with Ross Wilson. We also just spoke to Jim Hayes, who's the Commodore, and uh, we've chatted to Meach, who's the MC here, but he's also out sailing and has stacks and stacks of stories and also Mark Squark-Bradford from North Sales, who's out on a catamaran. So many adventures happening here at the Airlie Beach Race Week. And I will be back out on the water myself. I just uh, thought that I'd take this opportunity to play my favourite sound from yesterday for you guys. You know, I, I, I can't get enough of this. How good is that? (laughs) I swear it's not going to get old. You guys might get sick of it, that's for sure. But thank you so much for joining me. Make sure you check out www.sunsetradio.co or head to Facebook and find Adventures of a Sally Girl or Sunset Radio for plenty more news in between the action and... I will be back out on the water, fingers crossed, tomorrow if um, this forecast is uh, has abated a little bit. It was um, meant to be a blowout, but it looks like it may have abated a little bit and we'll keep an eye on that. But uh, yeah, stay posted. I can't wait. I'm very, very excited. And then next up is Hamo. <coughs>